Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is your favorite curly redhead, Mama D, coming to you with another episode of the new podcast, Ripples of Healing. Yes, I am back. I am so uh, excited. You know, I, I get so excited every time I do an episode. I mean, if you could see me, it's like I'm jumping around inside doing cartwheels. Because <laughs> I love, love, love speaking to people in general. Um, that's just who I am. I'm a people person. And uh, I had to learn that being a people person sometimes leads you to people pleasing. And there is a difference. People loving, people pleasing. And uh, I had to learn the difference. And I thank God because now I'm not a people pleaser anymore. I'm a God pleaser. And it's so much um, reward in being a God pleaser. Believe me when I tell you. Because you're not going to ever be able to please everyone. But when you please God, ooh, baby, things start to change. Just to let you know. But as usual, we're going to start off our day with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we come humbly and boldly to the throne of grace, Lord God, we thank you for waking us up this morning. Lord God, we thank you for breath in our lungs. We thank you for eyes that see. We thank you for ears that can hear and a heart that can be open to you as you impart your word in us. Lord, let it be not I, but you, Lord God, that speak through me. Use your servant, Lord God, to impart the words and the things that you want us to hear, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for your healing. We thank you for your restoration, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that your love we cannot be separated from, which is in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father, for you are a good God and a loving God and a loving Father. And Lord, I ask, Lord, that you would accept our faith, even those that are the size of a mustard seed, as an offering, Lord God, to you for surrendering who we are so that you can make us whole. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, let us dive right in. Oh, okay. So today's episode is called Trouble Don't Last Always. You ever heard that? Trouble Don't Last Always? (laughs) It's a song. I can't remember how it goes, but it says Trouble Don't Last Always. Um, I was listening to one of my grandmother's um, old church hymns. And it's Wade in the Water. And I don't know if anybody ever heard the song. But I'm going to sing it. I'm going to try to sing it to you. So, you know, don't, don't, don't uh, condemn me. (laughs) My voice is not all that. But it goes, Wade in the Water. Wade in the Water. Children, Wade in the Water. God's gonna trouble the water. God's gonna trouble the waters. Yes. So waiting, okay? Um, 
in that time meant walking, directing, going through, wading in the water, walking through, you know, and God troubling those waters for us. You know, that that was a spiritual hymn that my grandmother hung on to. That means that God was going to be with us in trouble, in troubled times, that he had the answer for those troubled times, that we didn't have to worry because God had the, the answer and God knew that we needed for him to come in. See, God was the stormtrooper, all right, for all you Star Wars fans. He was the stormtrooper, okay, in the time of storm. That's exactly what that meant to us, that our God was going to trouble those waters. Oh, yeah, and we were waiting in him, walking through him, walking toward the light. That's what we were doing, walking toward the light. Beloved, I'm here to tell you that we are never alone in our trouble or circumstances of life. God is always with us. He writes the story pages of our lives. Our Father knows all about our deepest and darkest secrets in our lives. The ones we feel that we're going to take to the grave. Girl, I ain't telling nobody about it. I'm going to take to the grave because of the shame, because of the pain, because of the guilt. It caused us so much when we remember it because it's so hard. But like the sovereign God, that means like the all-knowing God that he is, he still knows all the parts of our hearts that need to be healed and all the places in our lives that need to be fixed so that we can walk in his truth. We can walk in freedom. There are places inside of us that we need to know why we went through the heartache and the disappointment and the pain in our lives, you know? What was all that about? All the passages and scriptures that are in the Bible are about the sons and the daughters of God whom he wrote their stories as well. And when we read, we find his hand writing every wrong and mistake. And we make it, we can make this, we can make this with his mercy and his grace over our lives. As I have said before, God can't, unlove us. (laughs) Isn't that something? He can't unlove us. So he can't um, wake up one morning and say, I don't love you and now I want you out of here. Or I don't love you and now I want to separate from you because that's not what he does. He can't unlove us. It says in his word, there is nothing on the ground, in the air, in the the sea, in any foreign land as far as the east is from the west, as far as the north is from the south, the south, he cannot unlove us. That is what his scripture tells us. That's exactly what his scripture tells us. So we are not too ugly, too dirty, too bad, or have done something so heinous in our lives that God won't forgive us. He said the only sin that he's unforgiving about is blasphemy to the Holy Spirit. But it says in this word, in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, he states his many promises that if we confess with our sins, 
he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That is one of his many promises. I don't know about you, but I need that promise. (laughs) The reason why God gives us mercy each and every day is because we do live a sinful life. But thank God for his mercy. Oh my goodness. It's like getting forgiveness each and every day. Every time we come to him, we get forgiven. Every time we confess our sins, we get forgiven. Because not only is he a forgiving God and a loving God, but he's a just God. So he will justly, you hear what I say? Justly, you know, be with us. So it's, it's not a matter of when. It's not a matter of how. He just is. That's it. He just is. You know, I I, I don't know about you, but I feel joyous, you know, when I hear that somebody loves me so much that you will forgive me of my sins and won't hold that against me. Because 2 Corinthians um, in the Bible, chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. So that means that he doesn't hold our past against us. That means that he has made us new creations. So all those things that in our past that people would probably hold against us, God says, nope, not at all, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. Not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. Hallelujah, not guilty. And we are set free. We get released from our past. You know, um, it, it is just amazing. It is absolutely amazing, you know. And I just love that he is just such a wonderful God. See, there's nothing that happens in the world that catches God by surprise. He is all-knowing, all-seeing, because he is sovereign, but he's all-powerful, too. So there is nothing that he can't do. He created life. (laughs) Okay? There you go. He created life. You know? I, 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 I continue to seek him. And I continue to read his word because it heals me. And I know that as I go on this journey with you guys, there are many mornings that I wake up and I might not feel the joy of the Lord in me. But I know that if I read his word, I know that if I turn on my gospel music and I start listening to my gospel music. He will change, as when I pray, he will change my attitude and he changed the atmosphere. It's that God inhabits the praises of his people. So when we go and we come down and come out and we start praising God, 
for all that he's done and thanking him for all that he's done in our life. Lord God, I thank you for the 57 years that you've given me in my life, Lord God. Father, I thank you for the four children that you gave me that are healthy. Father, I thank you for the house that you gave me, Lord God. I thank you for 25 years on my job, Father God. I thank you for the husband that you gave me. Lord God, I thank you for the friends that you gave me. Lord God, I thank you for the family that you gave me. This, Lord, I thank you for breath in my lungs. Lord, I thank you for eyes that see. Lord, I thank you that my brain worked in coordination with my body and I'm able to walk around, okay? I was able to run, Lord God. I mean, there's so many things to thank God for. There are more things to not care about when it comes to this world that we live in. I'm not telling you that, you know, we should be callous. I'm saying let's be let's be real. Let's be sensitive to all the things that are going on and let's take accountability for our actions. We can't say that everything that happens wrong that we hold um, God accountable for because God ain't a punishing God. He's a loving God. And the fact that he allowed his only son to come down from heaven seated at the right hand side of him to die for our sins Jesus didn't just die he was crucified do you know what the word means it's it's horrible to even think when you read the book of of his apostles Matthew Mark Luke and John when you read those books and you find how Jesus was crucified how he was beat 39 times where he, he, he bled, where he had a, a, a cross, I mean, a um, thorns, a crown of thorns put on his head and there was blood running down his face, where he had to carry his own cross that he was being crucified on up a mountain to be hung by putting nails in his wrist and in his feet where they broke part of his body to fit it where they took a, a spear and they pierced his side and blood and water just flowed out of him that is true love unconditional sacrifice no one would ever give their children up in such a way for anyone no one no one we say all day long when it comes to our children I will die for my child I will live for my child but nobody says I will Sacrifice my child for my neighbor. I will sacrifice my child for my um, for my friends. We don't say stuff like that because we wouldn't. We wouldn't. But here it is. Jesus sacrificed it all. He gave it all, and in the end, on the cross, he said, "It is." finished it is finished it is done 
it is done. We are forgiven. We are reconciled back into the Father and His family. And we are inheritance to the kingdom of heaven. God has so many great things for our lives. Why are we blocking what he has? God, I want everything you have for me. Everything you have for me. Everything. How many of us can say that if it, if it wasn't for the hand of God on my life, I don't know what I would do, or a praying grandmother, or a praying aunt. I don't know where my life would be today. You know, I grew up in a neighborhood where at one time there was like a string of robberies in our neighborhood, adding to the dire circumstances of drugs as well. And like I told you guys, I was raised by my great-grandmother and my and her sister, who was my great-grandmother and my great-aunt, and my great-grandmother was a blind woman. But she would sing a lot of spiritual hymns every day. Every day. And there was one about the verse, trouble don't last always. You know? And so she would say, trouble don't last always. God sees what's going on, and he's going to put a stop to it. Just call on the name of Jesus. And as I've gotten older and understood the phrase so clearly, I thank God for his rescuing power in my life. And I, you know, after a while in that neighborhood, um, they caught the guy that was doing all the robberies and stuff, you know, and thought to myself, like, how did she know? Like, how did she know that troubles don't last always, that something was going to come about? You know, how does she know that? I don't know. You know, she sung a lot of spirituals. She did a lot of praying all the time. You know, you know, there was there's so many ver- uh, stories in the Bible and situations that seem to be dire, and then one word from Jesus stops the trouble dead in his tracks. And I, I can even tell you one of these stories. So one of these stories is from the book of Matthew, and it is. Um, chapter 4, verses 35 to 39. And just as he did, then he can, just as he did then, he can do it now in our lives. Speak one word, one phrase, and calm the waters and the storms. So Jesus is on the boat with his disciples and um, <clears throat> he's probably, he's tired from teaching and, and preaching. And he goes down into the bottom of the boat and puts his head on a pillow and probably he's taking a little snooze, you know. And, you know, when he when he first went in, it, you know, it was sunny. You know, it was out there and a the little breeze going on and everything. Ah, let me take a snooze. You know, they, they got this. And probably maybe, I say about an hour into his snooze, here he is being woken up by his one of um, the, uh, the apostles and there are the, the rest of them are around him and they're like, Master, 
you know, the, the waters are, 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 are all, there's storm and the waters are coming up on the boat and the wind is blowing crazy and, and, and don't you even care? Like, we're about to die. Like, we need you to wake up. How could you be sleeping in this storm? How's that possible? And uh, Jesus kind of looks up at them and like, you know how you wake somebody up and you're all like, all emphatic and everything and they, they're looking at you and, and okay, like, give me a minute. <laughs> Jesus said, yeah, give me a minute, okay? And uh, he wakes up and he goes upstairs and he looks around and he stands in the boat and he says, peace be still. Three words, peace be still. And the waves fall and the winds stop and the sky opens up and the sun comes out. See, this is the God that we serve. This is the God that we serve. He's the stormtrooper. Yes. He speaks three words and stops the storm right in his tracks. They said the water went down and it came on the the lake like it was glass. Like nothing ever happened. God is the peace be still in the storms of our life. We call on him and he comes. We call on him and he answers. All he asks, all he wants is our heart. He wants us to surrender our heart to him so he can lead us into the blessed life that he has for us. I don't know about anybody else, but when I call on the name of Jesus, oh baby, demons tremble. You hear what I say? Demons tremble on the name of Jesus. Because Jesus is the storm chaser. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And I forbid anyone else I need that I need someone to guide me I need someone to have purpose I need someone to have a plan for my life because I've tried it and it has led me to all kinds of nonsense it has led me to all kinds of dead ends it has led me I am a woman with four children with three different fathers because I was trying to lead my own life, do what I wanted to do, whatever I felt like I needed to do, looking and, and looking for love in all the wrong places, trying to answer that question, what's my life about? What is it going to be? What should it be? Living my life for the Joneses. I gotta have the new thing. I gotta have the best thing, you know? Living my life for other people. That person don't like this about me. That person don't like that about me. I'm going to change who I am. I'm going to change my image. I'm going to change my hair. I'm going to change. I changed so many times. 
for everybody except for Jesus. And now that I have him, I am holding on with a white knuckle grip. And I tell God each and every morning, I am not leaving. I'm going to keep coming. I'm going to keep asking. I'm going to keep coming because I do not want to be without you anymore. So I'm going to keep coming to your throne of grace, asking you for forgiveness. I'm keep coming to your throne of grace, thanking you for all that you've done for me. I'm going to keep coming to your throne of grace, asking for the salvation and deliverance of your people. Because God, you are better than anything that I have ever experienced. Your love, the the euphoric feeling of being in your presence is like no other. There wasn't a drug, there wasn't a man, there wasn't an alcohol, there wasn't anything, not even sex that did that for me. Being in your presence, God, is like no other. And I want to keep having that feeling. I want to keep chasing after that feeling. Because I know that in your presence there is fullness of joy. I know that in your presence there is fullness of peace. I know that in your presence there is love unconditional. And I know that in your presence I will find my life and the purpose and the plan for it. So I thank you. I thank you. So like I said, ladies and gentlemen, our father is the storm chaser. And troubles don't last always. Remember that God gives us mercy and grace through the times of our trials and tribulation. Well, that does it for today. For the next episode of Ripples of Healing. Guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. Please continue to come back. I am going to make sure that every other week that we are meeting at the same time, the same place, and the same back channel. (laughs) All right? I love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.